Welcome back to Heard on Main Street, your weekly dose of Capitol Hill Buzz. Today I'm joined by Congressman Chris Smith from New Jersey's 4th District and two very special guests, the parents of Sammy Josephson. For those of you who may not know, Sammy Josephson was tragically murdered last year by a man pretending to be her Uber driver, whose story has since inspired Sammy's law, a bill that would require rideshare companies to increase their identification requirements. So thank you so much for joining us. It's a privilege to have you on. Please tell us a little bit about Sammy's story and why the bill is so important. Samantha was had called for an Uber to go home one night when she was out with her friends. And um, she mistakenly got into a car that was not an Uber. And she was, she was murdered, mm. kidnapped and murdered. And oh, um, they, they did not find her body for several hours. Um, luckily, somebody came across her body. So we saw videos when they were trying to track her, and they found the car. The car did not have a front license plate because in South Carolina, it's not common. It's not the law, so there are no front license plates. And it was we had a difficult time tracking her. So after this happened, Seymour and I, um, through talking with several of her friends and family members, we wanted to do something so that this would never happen again. So tell us, how did yeah. you find Congressman uh, Smith to work on this yeah, piece so of legislation with you? Yeah, that's a great question. So Chris uh, had reached out to us through a letter and introduced himself to us and said if there's anything ever that we wanted to do or if there's anything that he could do to please let, it, let him know. And... Right away, I said to Marcy, I said, listen, he's reaching out asking if there's anything that we can do. I think we should take him up on it. <laughs> and uh, him and Mary came out to our house, spent, uh, I would say, probably a good two hours at our house talking about what had happened to Samantha, why this was important to us, what transpired. In South Carolina, we had a vigil that we were at. I was asked to speak at, and then we, there was another vigil when we came home at, in our hometown. And r- right away, I made it, uh, I had said that it was our mission to make mm-hmm. rideshare safety uh, a priority, and so that nobody ever goes through this again. And reaching out to Congressman Smith, we sat and talked, as I mentioned, and really it was like, what can we do? Um, what is there to do? And we started working on... Uh, on a bill and legislation immediately, and it brings us to where we are today, working with uh, the Congress and the Senate, working with Uber, working together as a team and really trying to accomplish and make things safer for the rideshare industry. Well, I have to tell you, as a uh, mother of a daughter, I cannot thank you enough for taking this on. And I remember reading the story when it happened, so thank you. Hey, uh, Congressman Smith, so what, yes, sir. Will, what will Sammy's law do on a national level? Well, a number of things. Uh, the bottom line is it seeks to protect rideshare passengers from any kind of assault, sexual, any other kind of physical assault. Uh, we know that Uber has actually put out some data. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took a lot to get more transparency. But in just a two-year time period, six, just almost 6,000 uh, sexual assaults occurred, uh, 18 murders. And the problem is that Many drivers, we don't know how many, 
in the rideshare industry, and that's Uber, Lyft, and many others, a lot of smaller ones, just have not properly vetted, in many cases, their, their drivers. So somebody thinks they're getting in the back seat and is very safe. Well, we will take in the bill the best available technology, including uh, numbers that could be transferred to the, to the potential rideshare occupant. It's all about confirming before you get in the door and close the door uh, of, a, of, a, of a vehicle that this is the vehicle you've asked for. Uh, and then there's a record that is, adds to the transparency and the accountability. Uber has announced that they're doing the numbers. Uh, so again, you would verify uh, by a number that this is indeed who you think it is. In the beginning, we thought that is what we were looking to do and quickly found out that rideshare is not an industry where you are protected when you uh, utilize it. So it also has uh, provisions dealing with signage. You and I, anybody else can go on to Amazon or Walmart and buy a sign and it says you are an Uber driver. You know, and so this, this is an invitation to mm-hmm. fake Uber drivers, especially around college campuses, uh, at sporting events, other places, to suggest that they are someone who's in that business. Uber does support that provision strongly. It protects their brand. It ensures that if you say you're an Uber or a Lyft driver, you are indeed that person. So we have protection getting in, hopefully better signage. And then we also have a provision that would require a serious analysis and investigation of what kind of background checks are being done uh, on these individuals. It seems to me the ability to be an Uber driver is an engraved invitation to a predator, particularly late at night when there's other vulnerabilities uh, presenting themselves for that driver. And we all know that if they take you to your home, mm. they know where you live. I know. So, th- so there's additional concerns there. So we want to make sure that these men and women are properly vetted and that there's a world-class vetting system in place that is industry-wide. So are so Uber that- and Lyft, are they working with you on this legislation? Well, there's no doubt that Uber is now, um, especially we even had a meeting today here in Washington with some of their top legislative people. Uh, and I think uh, we're in you know, a very good place now, and this legislation hopefully will move soon. Oh, I hope so. So tell me, I know it's already passed in New Jersey. Um, how, is, how have you seen a difference already there in your well, home state? Uh, well, when New Jersey did pass it, and they did it within a month of, and they really used our bill, and the great input that was provided for our bill and for theirs by the Justice League, they have a March 1st must be implemented by. So we're, we're just, um, you know, about a month away uh, from full implementation. So, you know, a lot of setup is going on. The Attorney General is very involved, as are others, the head of the DMV. So all of it's in place to have a, a launch for implementation. And that's why we want to work faster on this one. You know, we introduced this you know, more than eight months ago, we've run into barriers, but I think those barriers, one by one, uh, are being overcome. We've got the disability groups like the National Federation of the Blind, who see this as a very significant means of protecting uh, their community. And they're the ones who were very strong on saying a QR code um, can't be used by person, a person who's blind. So a, a number sequence offers an opportunity for them to verify that this is their, their ride, making it, again, you can't make it totally safe. We want to make it safer, and this will make it significantly safer. And the Josephsons, 
deserve credit because of their advocacy. Mm-hmm. A lot of the companies, particularly Uber, are stepping up and doing a lot of things proactively. I believe, and I believe this totally, that would not have happened uh, without their concern for uh, women, especially, but all people uh, who get in the back of, of a vehicle. Yeah, I absolutely agree with that as a woman myself, 100%. And I want to thank you for doing this. And this is a wonderful tribute to Sammy. And it helps all women and men, but women especially across the country. So thank you for being strong advocates of this and and really making a difference. Thank you, Sarah. And and again, the um, um, Josephsons do have a foundation and a website. Oh, please. Briefly. Absolutely. Uh, Again, it's named Sammy's Law uh, in honor of this wonderful young woman. But it, it also is to protect every other person. They, they might want to say a word about their foundation and some of the great work you're doing. Please yeah, do. Thank yeah, thank you very much. Uh, we started a, found a foundation. foundation in uh, Samantha's honor of whatsmyname.org. That's the website. And uh, this, the foundation is really based on continuing education, working with school districts, uh, colleges for signage, uh, education, ongoing uh, safety measures that we've worked with many colleges throughout the country, uh, working with the state of New Jersey, with the attorney general, the prosecutors in New Jersey, and part of the foundation in providing the signage. The other part of the foundation is to uh, for charitable charities, and uh, we also give several scholarships uh, to uh, seniors in our uh, local uh, high school. Wow. That's really wonderful. Can you mention the, the website one more time for our sure. listeners? It's, yeah, it's uh, whatsmyname.org, www.whatsmyname.org. Well, we encourage everyone to please go and uh, check out that website. And again, cannot thank you enough for doing this. You really are changing the country, and we really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Okay, bye-bye.